Hello, everyone, and welcome to the first episode of the I Love Me podcast with me, Thor. I can't believe I'm actually saying this. I've been working on this project for a few weeks. And in case you don't know, this podcast is about self-love and how people live holistically and authentically themselves. And each week, I'll be joined by a special guest. And this week, my special guest is... Sion, hello. Hello. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, yeah, so I'm Sion. I'm a, I'm a second year uh, commerce student here at Mount Allison going into my third. Um, I'm also a CHMA intern just like you. <laughs> 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 um, CHMA intern working here for the summer. Um, my, eth- my ethnicity is Korean. Um, I was born in Korea, but I immigrated to Canada when I was eight. So, oh yeah 11 years ago oh wow um, yeah okay so what's it like living in Canada and how like have you been able to like connect with your culture even though you're not there um well I, I mean I've, I grew I basically grew up here like yeah. I don't have that much memory of Korea so that's I don't know how, <laughs> yeah I just live in Canada I just live in Canada yeah um but um with my culture I don't know I've always just liked um like drama like korean dramas mm-hmm. like just kept watching it um there's these like web comics um that's in korean that i read all the time um since i was like 10 or something and yeah. i still do um so i guess that those kinds of things um like that keeps me like connected in terms of like media i guess like korean media yeah and um I don't know. It just keeps developing my Korean, <laughs> I guess. Um, I have an older brother and I speak better Korean than him. <laughs> so I guess in terms of those, um, that's how I keep connected with my culture. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, that's cool. So um, you grew up like in Sackville, right? No, I grew up in uh, around the Fredericton region. Ooh. Still in New Brunswick. But um, yeah, I came to Sackville. I moved to Sackville Um last summer about a year ago actually yeah just to yeah Ooh. okay so if everyone doesn't know we're in may and mm-hmm. it's asian heritage month mm-hmm. so what is it what is it like for you to be a part of the asian culture well for me being asian i've never really thought about it really like i just i just live i have grown up in like a very um like I grew up in the small town of the village of Minto um, <laughs> and there wasn't much Asian. There isn't much Asian people um, living there. Uh, when I first came, there was no Asian families. I don't remember. I don't recall there being an Asian family. Yeah. So it was just kind of um, like, I don't think I noticed it at that time, probably just cause I was really little. Yeah. Um, and I think that, just kind of engraved it into my life that it didn't really matter that much like I wasn't seeing my skin color <laughs> and I was just seeing all these white kids yeah um and did you ever like, feel like out of place though not really <laughs> <laughs> I, I I don't I think my like my personality uh my personality wise I didn't really care I didn't really yeah take much notice um I think that was one of the things yeah that um it, which like I think that's it's one of those things that got me to not really care. Yeah. Or like just think about it. Yeah. That's cool. 
that's good like i'm happy like that like you didn't like really care for it because like i know me like growing up like i was always like that one kid like i was always like although i like grew up in like predominantly black country like there's i was always that one kid that was like really loud or like really like obnoxious (laughs) (laughs) so i always like stood out and everyone was like shut up (laughs) so you've lived you're 19 Yes. I'm You've 19. lived 19 years on this earth. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever had any like negative experiences in your life? Yeah. Um, like in my in my like general life <laughs> in general, um, yeah. like a big thing that happened, I guess, was um, I was raped when I was uh, seven, six, seven years old. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> um, uh, I guess that's a negative experience. Yeah. Um, but like, I'd like I don't. Again, I was a really dumb child. Not a dumb child, but like I don't, rem- I don't recall much of those memories. Yeah. So, I guess that's fine. Yeah. yeah. How did you like cope with it? If you don't mind sharing, how um, did you like deal with it? When, so literally, what happened? Like my brain blocked the memories of it happening. Like the act. Like I, I remember like leading up to it, like how I got there, which was just me being dumb following a stranger um don't do that um but like after like so i don't remember like it happening um i just remember before and after um so that itself is a disorder um i guess um i like i'm not really that affected by it um it's a dissociative disorder Mm -hmm. um where like the brain just blocks a memory a traumatic memory from happening um so I went to a therapist, like a child therapist, I guess. Um, and I just remember having fun. I was like just doing origami. And then like the therapist was just, you know, trying to get me to be a happy kid again. Yeah. Um, which I don't recall not being a happy kid, but I guess I was anyway. Um, um, so, yeah, from that, like the therapist was like trying to like get me to... Um, get me to okay yeah so the therapist was trying to get me to uh recall the memory again because it's a disorder that i have my memory stopped working um but my mom was just kind of like that doesn't it doesn't need to come back it's fine like yeah it's not gonna affect her so um it's just gonna be like she just thought it'd be worse if i remembered it so right yeah so I still don't remember to this day. Um, I think I have memory problems, but I'm not really sure. <laughs> but um, yeah, that's just kind of like how I coped with it, I guess. Yeah. Therapy um, and just not remembering. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. <laughs> like these experiences like happen to you. Yeah. Um, like, do you do you find yourself like being more cautious now? Um, I definitely, like, I, I didn't realize that happened until, like, grade 12. Um, like, I was always just thinking, like, just because I couldn't remember it. Like, I was just like, oh, I was kidnapped. That was it. And I came back safe. Um, but then, like, it caught on to me. And I asked my mom, like, oh, what happened that time? And she was, like, explaining what happened to me. Yeah, so, uh, grade 12 was when I, uh, realized that it all happened. Um, so... I guess from then on, it was just kind of like, I just realized that I was raped. Um, and 
it could also happen to me again, which is not fun, but you know, you never know. So um, when I came to university, I kind of like uh, was very scared to walk at night alone, um, even just on campus. Because yeah. um, uh, I did, I did li- live in a very small town and I did live in a very small town, so um, we I didn't really walk around. I didn't really yeah. uh, leave my house that much. Um, I didn't, I, yeah. And if we went anywhere, we went, we went by car, so I wouldn't have to walk anywhere alone. But um, when I came to university, it, you can just get anywhere by foot in, yeah. in, the, t- in the town. So um, I guess, so when it was dark, it was kind of scary. So I like asked my like friends to like walk me to places my brother also goes here so i was like hey can you walk me across the this like one minute place yeah (laughs) from here to here um so i guess those kinds of things but i don't think that stems from uh my my rape experience i'm sorry you had these negative experiences in your life because it's not right no one should have these experience experiences and honestly i just can't say sorry enough i'm sorry you had to go through that you're from korea um what's your favorite thing that you miss about being in home um definitely my family i don't know if that's <laughs> generic wait but, your family's um, still in korea yeah yeah no no um so my immediate family's here right but um like my relatives my grandparents um Aww. my yeah um so when we came to came to canada um my cousin's family like my my aunt my uncle and my little baby cousin um they came to canada like a year before us and my immediate family my mom my dad my brother and i uh we came to canada um so uh our relatives like my grandparents they're all still there um so kind of like that um like i have like more cousins aunts uncles back there um so i have like gone back a couple times to visit yeah. um so like i would stay at their places those kind of things and a few of them have come to canada to visit in the summers um not too much but like three times about about three times. yeah so yeah it's nice so like now that this covid19 pandemic has started we've seen like Asian hate crimes increase dramatically, mm-hmm. especially here in Canada. And mm-hmm. um, have you ever been a victim of like that with it, since these times have begun? Okay. Um. I see. The thing is, I can't really tell. Yeah. If it's racism towards me, or just that somebody doesn't like me. Um, like just as a human person, I yeah. can't ever tell the difference. Um uh so i guess in when covid started like i knew that it was happening since you know like i've heard the news from korea from china um that it was beginning and like our semester started in january yeah um and covid started in asia and in december yeah so uh we knew that was happening we knew it was coming so my mom, we got we got masks uh, before before March, um, like around, I'm pretty sure it was like beginning of March, end of February. Oh. So we already got masks. Yeah, and I was wearing it because my mom told me to wear it. Um, 
Uh, was that weird for everyone to see? It like, was just like I came to class. I came to a, a, a psych class and I was taking it with my friends. Yeah. Um, and they were like, why are you wearing a mask? Like, we're fine. Like, masks don't work. I'm like... My mom told me to wear it. Go <laughs> yes, away. Exactly. Wait Period. till peer. Wait till people start wearing masks, and you will see that I was right. And look where we are now. <laughs> you but, started the trend. Yeah. Um. But also, like, that's my friends. That they weren't being racist, but they were just like, huh? But um, yeah. from so when I started wearing a mask, I was just going. I was just walking downtown with a friend. Um, and there's these uh like three guys three white guys that are i don't know if their race matters but um they were just coming um you know coming by and i was just walking yeah we were walking towards each other yeah to the uh you know across the sidewalk um and they as they passed by me they start coughing (laughs) they start coughing um and i only realized afterwards like after they pass by after we i'm like a few steps away from them that's that that, that's what they were doing because i was wearing a mask because they thought i was delusional (laughs) they thought i was yeah so um you know so i started laughing because i don't know i thought that was funny but like (laughs) also it probably wasn't (laughs) they were making fun of me um I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I guess, see, I don't know if that was being racist or it was just be- because of my mask. Because the friend I was with was white and I made I made them wear a mask too. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it all depends on like how you feel. Yeah. Because like that racism might not be someone's intention. Mm, yeah. But the way they make you feel is also mm. valid. So if you feel that though it's it had racist intent, mm-hmm. although that might have not have been their intention, it still came across like that. That makes sense. Yeah, I never thought of it. That I, you know, I don't yeah. really think about these. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like sometimes, like I know for me, like when I like have racist experiences, like I oftentimes like I just laugh it off and be like, oh. It's just, that's okay. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, that's okay. And I have to realize that, like, I'm invalidating my own feelings oh, when I try to, like, okay. laugh it off. Mm-hmm. And, like, I try to, like, try to cope within mm-hmm. the situation instead of, like, actually defending myself and actually being like, no, that's not right. Like, what you just did, like, made me feel this type of way and, like, addressing the situation. Mm-hmm. So I definitely, like, understand, like, that aspect of it. But I could never understand, like, the experience of, like, Mm-hmm. having this whole pandemic right, be yeah. painted towards a certain ethnicity or a certain race, which mm-hmm. I definitely don't think is right. Yeah, I think in that situation, it was just funny to me. Yeah. Because, like, <laughs> they were coughing. They were making fun of me for wearing a mask. But I was, in my head, I was like, you wait. You wait till you get COVID <laughs> and you die. Like, I won't be the one dying. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Like, if you're listening, <laughs> if you are listening to this, look at where so she is now look at where i am now yeah like definitely for sure like i know like how racism can like look like i know how it feels mm-hmm. because i know for me one time i was shopping in like jc penny i was like 13 at the time and then I was just, like, shopping in, like, the boy section, you know? Because I was, like, 13. Mm-hmm. And then this lady, she she had a white kid. She's white. And she had her kid. And then she grabbed him and said, come on, honey. We have to go. We can't be around those people. Oh and I was God. like, what is going on? What? And then so I was, I just, I just, like, didn't think anything of it. But I always remembered that experience. And then I never told my mom. And then so when I was, like, 16, I was, like, 
what does this mean? Like, why did this happen? And then she told me, like, racism. And then I, like, actually, like, went back and researched and looked what it was. And then I realized that, like, I wasn't realizing how this affected me so much. Because, like, ever since then, I've always been, like, cautious of myself and, like, the things that I do and, like, what I portray. Especially when I'm, like, not in my home country and, like, I'm not around, like, people of my ethnicity or minorities or marginalized groups. So I definitely, like, understand how that feels. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah, in my, like, elementary elementary and middle school, because they're, again, heavily, uh, predominantly white society that I grew up with. Um, when I first came, it was grade three, and I remember there being a, a, a boy, a, a little white boy, yeah. um, uh, like, singing a song, like, I don't know what, like... Da, da, da. <laughs> the lyrics were like i'm i'm a korean now and i like chinese food and it was like that and i was like it, it was i think it's like a commercial jingle yeah yeah um and he was like fitting in those words i'm like oh cool he's making a song about me <laughs> oh my god because <laughs> i did not really like because i could barely speak english but yeah. like those words were like i could I, I know what they meant um and i'm like yeah i do like chinese food haha <laughs> And then, like, a teacher, like, our homeroom teacher, like, took us out, and he, she was like, that's not good. Don't, he, no. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, but I do like Chinese food. I know. And I didn't realize what yeah. was happening. Um, But then, like, looking back, um, I, I'm I'm sure he didn't, I don't know. I don't know what yeah. his intentions were. I don't know. We're, we're like, 10 years old. And yeah. <laughs> Like, for me, like, I feel like no one is born racist. Like, they're taught it. Right, yeah. And, like, I feel like at that, like, I feel like you just have to hold people accountable. Like, if you have a racist action, if you've, like, abused me or hurt me in any way, I'm going to let you know how I feel. And then after that, like, I'm done. Like, you can either change your behavior Mm -hmm. and, like, we can grow and learn together or you can just stay set in your mindset and I just won't be around you or be around mm-hmm. that energy and negative space mm-hmm. and like from like hearing our experiences and like how like we've talked about our experiences we talked about like how we've overcome them mm-hmm. so like how did you find happiness through the like how did you find happiness even despite the uh, negative experiences mm-hmm. that you face like well i think hap- i don't really I've never really actually thought about it. Yeah. Um, but I think happiness for me at least it's is just like embedded in my in my life and how I live and in my personality. Yeah, you are you're always yeah, like, I don't really, such a bubbly, happy person. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think it's just me not like thinking through things like too deeply. Um well I do in some cases, but like not most not most of the times. Like I it's just kind of like, oh, were they racist? Ah, whatever. Yeah. And then I just move on. Like, I'm not, I'm not gonna see those pers- people again. Like, um, and I don't, I don't think I'm really like that bothered by these negative experiences. That might be why. Mm-hmm. Um, just, just my personality, I guess. Um, so, yeah, I guess like happiness is just embedded in life. You just try not to think about those things. Yeah. I guess. Um yeah <laughs> i feel like me and you are definitely like on the same wavelength yeah. of like our personalities mm. like 
we often like we're always happy we always come in like good morning <laughs> and then like sometimes we just don't like the negative stuff affect us like although it has affected us like we go i feel like for me like i go through like a 24-hour period of where i like i let it affect me and then after that i'm done i'm not gonna let it like affect my life affect my happiness like affect mm-hmm. who i am and my personality and all that stuff mm-hmm. and i feel like we might be like on the same wavelength yeah we just had a word sound in the studio but Mm -hmm. for sure like i feel like happiness does come from within and like Mm -hmm. you just have to like learn to love who you are Mm -hmm. and be yourself i think that's spot on like i know it's hard for some people just how they were you know yeah how they are but um I think it works for me. So. Yeah. And I feel like it also has something to do with, like, your friends around you. Mm-hmm, because, definitely. like, your circle determines how happy you are. Mm-hmm. Like, honestly, like, I had friends. I, ju- like, I tried to be happy, but it was not vibing. Like, mm-hmm. I was not vibing with it. And then, I like, everyone noticed. So I was just like, what are you guys talking about? Like, no. And then as soon as, like, I stopped, I really started like becoming myself again so like i feel like sometimes i might lose myself in certain situations Mm. do you like find that happening for you i don't think so not for not maybe i just like i stayed with the same friend group basically for 10 years in my my, i didn't have that many friends i just (laughs) (laughs) i just had like my three friends in uh from like elementary growing up to high school and graduating um and actually one of those friends came to came with me to Mount allison we came uh, to university together so like um i think i was pretty good at spotting my friends i guess right when i came and like just sticking with them and they're all like like chill cool personalities friendly personalities weird in their own ways um but like yeah they're like my friends that uh like keep me happy um miss them if i don't see them yeah that kind of thing so i don't think and like if i come across like a negative person like a toxic person <laughs> um um i just have a tendency not a tendency but like i just don't hang out with them just cut them out of my lives yeah um we don't need that negativity here um (laughs) and i don't think it affects me too much but i just don't want to deal with that right um so i guess those kinds of things um i guess like i guess that was what i was doing then like if i (laughs) yeah yeah i was like making up my like social environment to be um people with good intentions yeah <laughs> Posit- so you did find positivity. yourself like having like a safe space mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. okay that's good so now that we talked about happiness we talked about our negative experiences what is self-love in your definition and mm-hmm. what does it mean to you hmm. um well i personally i am overly (laughs) self-loving i have too much well not too much i have uh an abundance of self-confidence self-love um so i think it's just being happy with myself and like not regret Mm, being happy with myself not um hating the thing not being yeah not hating the things that i do just being um positive about my actions um 
just lining up my morals like yeah but i don't know if that's the right words but um <laughs> it's hard to find the right words it's such a like an abstract concept i think um uh personally i mean but um yeah it's just loving myself and living my life the way i wouldn't regret it i guess um and just being happy with what i do mm. um and i think i'm very good at that um <laughs> 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 uh, i think that's part of the like just that self-love and like self-confidence it all ties into how i deal with negative experiences right. positivity my happiness um so i think because i have this stable mindset of us like self-confidence self-love um is why how i'm able to get through those experiences yeah mm -hmm. like you sound like you have like rules for your self-love like you are you're always like stay positive let it go like i feel like that's your, like uh, your rule to like stay in tune with yourself mm -hmm. i think i do say like frequent things not frequent. yeah like i do say things to myself um if I'm like coming across a situation that I have to deal with, it's just like either go with the flow, like just let it happen, see where it goes, like um, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, and if like, I don't know, I think coming into university and like the environment changing has really changed my mindset and it yeah. continues to change um, as I like grow and like advance in life, uh, I guess. Um but like more more recently, um, like yeah, my mindset was like just go with it, just go with the flow, see where it goes. Um, or or just if <laughs> if I don't want to deal with it anymore, it's like okay, stop. I'm not gonna do this anymore. I'm yeah. not gonna deal with this. Um, so I guess like cutting those negativity away. Do you find that right. hard though? Like for me, I find myself like very hard like saying no to people. No, I. <laughs> No, I'm really good at that. I Really? That <laughs> sometimes I may seem brutal, maybe. I yeah. don't know. Um, but I mean, it's just with the people that I'm comfortable with, I guess. Um, um, my friends call me honest, I yeah. guess. Brutally honest sometimes. Oh, so you're the honest friend uh, in yeah. the friend group. Yeah, and I don't really... Um, it doesn't affect me too much. Right. If, um, like, I know, like, these are the people that... Um, will take it if i say no if i don't want it they're they're chill with it yeah so um like it's fine for me to uh say no to them if i don't want to do anything um and if it's strangers it really doesn't matter to me <laughs> what they feel <laughs> no 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 not really but like if it's yeah yeah like you know, does that make sense like yeah just saying no to yeah people that i don't know doesn't really like you're not gonna put much, yourself like, in like an uncomfortable position yeah, just yeah. to like make yeah others, others happy yeah yeah because they have i'm not their priority mm -hmm. they're not my priority right like they probably have better things to do like i don't have to it doesn't i don't have to take up my time for somebody else if yeah yeah like definitely coming here i realized mm. that people are more nicer here <laughs> like one time like i was waiting on like the grocery store line and it was like a really long line mm. I, well no it wasn't like really long <laughs> it was like three like three people it was like two people ahead of us and then three people behind us and then like they opened up a new line mm -hmm. so i was like oh let's go on this one and then my roommate was like she asked the person like oh do you want to go before us and mm -hmm. i was like 
uh, is that a thing? Like, is that actually a thing? Like, I, I was like, am I weird? Like, I was just going to go on the line. Is that, like, actually a thing? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know if there's, like, unspoken rules about this. Yeah. But, like, I do, like, it is a little bit, not awkward, but, like, yeah, you do, you do. It's, like, hard. Like, can I go first? Is that okay? Am yeah. I busier than you? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, like, for me, like, I don't know. Like, I was just, like, well, I mean... It's a nice thing to do, but then mm-hmm. also you're in line. <laughs> so, like, I don't want to sound the difference. Yeah. But, like, I always find myself, like, giving more in friendships mm-hmm. and relationships mm-hmm. than I've gotten. Right. And I think that's something I, like, I need to learn how to, like, I, deal with. It- I also need to go back to saying no. Like I seem like a brutal person, but I'm not. Like uh, my line, <laughs> my line for my line for saying no is pretty low. Like not yeah, no, like pretty high. Like I like I I don't know. I you say no rarely. Yeah, rarely. Yeah. Like it's but if it's things that like that I really don't like, I can say no to it. Yeah, fine. Like I don't mean that I say no to everything. Yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah, and going back to. What were we talking about? We were talking about... What were we talking about? Oh, yeah. Like, um, <laughs> giving more in friendships. Um, my uh, thought process for that is... And my mom taught me this. Um, Laura, like, spoke to me about this. It's that, like, if you give somebody something, like, give whatever it is, like, a materialistic things or non-tangible things, um, that whatever you give, don't expect anything at all back. Yeah. Um, like if you give a gift, like don't like calculate it in your head. Like, okay, I give them this for this birth, their birthday. Like I'm going to get something back for my birthday. Don't expect it at all. (laughs) I know it's hard. I know it's hard, but if you just think like, okay, I'm content with their joy. Um, and then if they do give me something back, amazing. Oh my God. I'm going to be so like happy, very honored, not honored, but like very happy that they gave something to me but it's not in return of what i did it's yeah. just from what they did and it doesn't matter what they're thinking it's just how you <laughs> perceive it yeah it's yeah. just how you perceive it so like for me like my friends told me like this big birthday party and like it was just like okay but then I was like, if I spent $100 in your gift, I want $100 back on my gift for my <laughs> birthday. But, like, they threw me, like, this big birthday party. And then my best friend's birthday was right after mine. Like, well, no, like a month after mine. And then I was like, okay, I'm not going to, like, throw her a birthday party this year because I feel like she'll expect it. Like, she's going to expect me to go all out. <laughs> so I did nothing. We just like went for like a cute dinner. I did nothing. <laughs> and I felt so bad. So like I we went to dinner, I got her like a birthday gift. And then this year, hopefully, if restrictions allow it, I'll like throw a birthday party. Nice. But that's a surprise. So hopefully mm-hmm. she she doesn't listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. You just blew yourself. <laughs> you just you just threw everything away. <laughs> I don't know. All my plans have been ruined. (laughs) (laughs) So as we like close out the first episode of the I Love Me podcast, what would you say to the young Asian girl or guy who's moving to Canada and they're now 
not in a place where they see everyone like them. Mm. What is one piece of advice you would give them till they stay true to who they are? Don't look at your color. Don't look at <laughs> don't look at the color and just be yourself. I get oh, that's so generic, um, <laughs> but it's really what I, the only thing I can say. Like just be yourself. Like just discover what kinds of things you can do. What you like. What you like. Loving yourself. Um, just don't listen to anybody else. <laughs> well, I see. This is all like so. Yeah so generic so it's hard but. i mean it might sound generic but mm-hmm. like someone actually listening to this listening to this might be like wow yeah it really yeah other people really really so much it does not matter what other people think like you can never be in their heads they can never get into your head yeah it's it really does not matter what they think yeah. um just just be true to yourself and only yourself i guess yeah um yeah because in the end, you live life alone and no, no one else matters. <laughs> Not living a lonely <laughs> life. <laughs> Not a lonely life, but like you're the only sole person that um, can be in your head. You're the one person that you're going to have to live with. So just love yourself. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, though, that, like, that's a good piece until, of advice. I'm pretty sure I heard it somewhere <laughs> in a variation of uh, that sentence. Um, I have no idea where, but um, yeah, you're the only, like, till death, you're going to be alone with yourself. Yeah. So. Oh my yeah. gosh. It's a little bit dark, but <laughs> it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Of yeah. course. Mm-hmm. Well. Thank you for joining me here on the podcast. Thank you for having me. It was an honor to be a first guest. Yes. Uh, when I walked in like the CHMA studios, you were like the first person that came like <laughs> and showed me like the ropes. So <laughs> it would it would only be right to be the first person like on my special project. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you everyone for listening. This is the I Love Me podcast and join us next week for an upcoming episode with another guest bringing you their own personal experiences, how they overcome them, and how they love themselves. My name's Thor. I'm Sia. And we're out. Thank you.